chaos. The scene downtown. Innocent bystanders running away from wanton destruction being caused by renovator, liquidator, merger, king, queen, and tooth. All these individuals that at least some of you have had past interactions with. Buildings burning, cars flying across the panels. All of you arrive on the scene and begin to notice this and start to notice each other. Fenrir appearing from the shadows alongside a strange suited new person. Quasi and Royale coming down one of the main streets, stopping to view the scene in front of them. Remix and Falcon Girl landing on a rooftop nearby. Remix holding on to a couple plastic bags and with something in them. Not quite sure what. There's the slightest hint of a tomato-based sauce in the air. But that's not important. What is important is that as you all are appearing and noticing this carnage in front of you, those causing it begin noticing you. Merger steps forward and says, Oh, well, hello, friends. Thought you might show up. You've got some options here. As he scrolls down on his tablet. You can join us. Because Aegis is just going to look at you the same way they look at us. You can leave. Go back to living normal lives. Don't bother with this hero stuff. Or... We can do this the messy way. But as Merger finishes saying that, Queen looks to you, Royale. I don't like that. <laughs> a, soft, a soft look in her eyes. And she says, Please come, come back to us. You, you belong here. I like that. <laughs> Um, I imagine Quaz is still standing next to me. Um, he can see that Royale sort of like shrinks. <laughs> I think Quasi's going to put a hand on her shoulder and like nod and he'll just say together. Um, she looks up at him and looks very unsure, but nods as if to agree with him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think from Merger's little speech, he is trying to shift all of your labels. He is trying to shift all of your superiors down and mundanes up. <laughs> I'd like to see him try. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right. I mean, Anyone who would like to accept that, shift labels accordingly. Anyone who would like to uh, try and reject that influence, 
uh, go ahead and roll for that. Um, Quasi would like to resist. I would yeah, also I would. like to resist Yeah, I'm going to resist. <laughs> hey, that shit. Fuck that shit. Yep. Yeah. Um, I disagree. So, <laughs> so for, re for rejecting <laughs> the influence, um, you don't add anything to it, but if you're insecure, you take a minus two. Ouch. Well, this Damn is it, Cliff. Oh, that's so good, though. I already feel. <laughs> I have an eight. Quasi got, got a six. I got an 11, but minus two brings it down to a nine. Uh, minus two. I have a seven. Finn got uh, a one. Oof. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, everyone, everyone who got six or below, their words hit you hard. Mark a condition. Fuck. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, and then I will shift your labels uh, accordingly. Um, I think... It was it was Fen and Quasi who failed that, right? Yeah, yeah. I think for both of you, your superior shifts down, but the two of you kind of have that feeling in there, and I really kind of like this failure for both of you, just narratively, because like we kind of conversed about pre-recording, there really isn't anything that is like a normal life available for either of you. So I think for both of you, instead of your mundane going up, it would be your freak. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think Finn, like he hears that and he just kind of like stops. Like he had never even ever considered stopping whatever, whatever this is. He's only had like, three three years of experience literally for his entire life so he's just kind of like the whole concept of like just being normal has never crossed his mind before mm -hmm. and then for did anyone get a 10 plus all righty for all of you seven and niners you can choose one Clear a condition or mark potential by immediately acting to prove them wrong. Shift one label up and one label down your choice. Or cancel their influence and take plus one forward against them. Mm. Mm. I kind of like the plus one forward. I kind of like the plus one forward as well, but like, can you give me like a like a spark notes of like, what's the main core of this that I would be acting against if I chose to? Cause like, it, it was a lot of things said <laughs> like, what's the, what's the main thing I'm refuting here? Um, basically that, you know, you have all these different abilities and stuff available to you and you've been trying to use them for good. And that, Joining them is admitting that, you know, 
sure, under Aegis and their control over who can and can't act as heroes in the city, um, you know, you're just the same as them because you're acting against the law. And also the idea of that, like, you could just walk away and live a normal life, but there's that feeling of, like, I have this ability and I should use it to help people. So, like, basically, like, the, the enticing option there is to just walk away and let other people deal with it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I think the impetus here is basically standing up to him and saying, like, in some form or fashion, be it through words or actions, like, no... We're going to do what is right, and you are actively putting people in danger right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. I will... I will act immediately against his words. And then I think the other thing that's important here for me to kind of note is that I did do my content creator role. Um, and my content creator role is a 13... Um, and so um, I, will, uh, I will choose to gain influence over them. And I will say that I also have something from my audience. Yeah, absolutely. I will note that I did this role way before this started. I just didn't say it on mic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And so, Remix, you've got Spotlight right now. Um, how are you acting to show that, that their words did not sway you? I think Remix is going to say, like, and let you do whatever you want in the city? No, I don't think so. And uh, Remix is actually going to grab, like, a container of... <laughs> of uh peach cobbler that's like the only one that's remaining and uh like chuck it at him like as hard as he can <laughs> and just say like that's the first thing that comes to his mind is to just throw that <laughs> and just like <clears throat> and he'll just like do that <laughs> as he chucks it at this guy of all the things that i considered that could happen here i was not anticipating food fighting and i don't know why I want to keep things fresh. Cliff, you gave us so much spaghetti and, and peach cobbler. I want to keep things fresh. <laughs> Jesus, I need to listen to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. It's a good one. <laughs> I don't think there's any kind of role necessary here. I think you spin this fucking cobbler like a goddamn frisbee at this dude and just cracks him in the head and it's there's not like any necessarily like damage that comes from it but he's just now covered in peach cobbler and you have definitely wounded his pride <laughs> I was gonna say emotional damage <laughs> emotional damage yeah it was definitely there's not nerd. to like it was not to like actually like hurt him but you know it was just like mm. fuck you <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think just to can finish off setting this scene, uh, Royale, uh, 
You, I believe you said you got a seven. Uh, I did. What option are you looking towards from that list? Yeah, I'm looking at it and I'm trying to decide because I don't think Royale is sort of in a headspace where she wants to be super rebellious right now. Mm -hmm. um, considering, you know, he is one of many assholes in front of me. And some of those assholes are... I got, I got some feelings about. I don't, I don't know how to deal with that, and I don't want to make the wrong choice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't want them to be mad at me. Everybody else is mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I'm going to clear a condition or mark potential, even though that, that juicy, juicy potential would be very nice. So I think I'm going to can just cancel the influence and take the plus one. All righty. Just because... I think much like uh, Fenrir and Quasi, Royale does not see any kind of, like, normal after this, so she doesn't buy the bullshit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, this, this is the option. There is no pretending this doesn't exist anymore. There is this, or nothing, or death, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I completely get that. From the sounds of it to me, that is... Um, did, Remix, did you take the clear conditioner mark potential, or did you take the plus one and just acted to make him uh, a bit more peachy? <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the plus one, yeah, yeah, it's okay. okay. I think with that, it's time to enter battle against a dangerous foe. We have one team for the session, I add two to the pool. I will be including Fen in the questions just to kind of, you know, help edge things along, but I won't necessarily be counting Fen against at least the first question of who is who is the leader right now? Oh god. <laughs> and I'm going to roll for basically roll with the idea of like majorities designations. Right. Okay. I have no fucking no fucking idea. I have never felt like we are more of a scattered team. <laughs> <laughs> um, Falcon Girl thinks Falcon Girl is the leader, as yeah, usual. Falcon Girl would. <laughs> <laughs> she is the leader. <laughs> she had the dad. <laughs> yeah, I think Remix is still looking at, at Falcon Girl as the leader. I think Quasi, too. Yeah, I, th I, I think, I think, Rael sees Falcon Girl as leader, but she does not trust her as being like a good one, <laughs> a leader in name alone. <laughs> Oof. We will, we will definitely get to that addressing point in uh, these <laughs> lists. <laughs> and uh, Fen, how are you feeling about this? Is he, do you feel that Falcon Girl's in a lead position right now, or are you I feeling mean, has... otherwise? I guess as we're coming into this, has Fen even like? Well, I guess he sees them now because Peach was thrown at them. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't think after last time. Fen is very sure, like he knows that Falcon Girl is supposed to be the leader of that team, but things got so out of hand. But he also doesn't feel like he would be a good leader right now because. Like, his brain just got rocked by a simple question. So, um, you know, he'll, he would also, I think, defer to Falcon Girl as leader. Ha ha ha. 
just because of his own insecurity. Falcon Girl, due to a lack of clarity from everybody <laughs> in a lot of sense, <laughs> you are the leader. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know her, I guess. Who cares? <laughs> uh, do you have influence over every teammate? And as I said, uh, technically, Fen isn't necessarily part of your team, so I won't hold that against you if you don't. Uh, 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 Royale and Remix I have influence over. All Unless right. someone she says differently for some reason. All right, so that is one team. Falcon Girl, what is your purpose in this fight? Um, kick their ass, stop them from doing their evil deeds that they're trying to do. Remix, does that match your purpose in this fight? Yes, and specifically because they made me drop all of that food my mom made. <laughs> We were saving that for Quasi. <laughs> Speaking of Quasi, no. what is your purpose in this fight? Avenge the spaghetti. No, uh, <laughs> no, uh, to to stop the bad guys. So same as uh, Falcon Girl and Remix. Hey, Fen, what's your purpose in this fight? To prove myself. Um, to prove <laughs> to myself that I can actually do this. Okay. Uh, a little different. But, I mean, we did hit majority, but the one I'm very interested to hear, Royale, what's your purpose in this fight? I don't like that you left me for last. <laughs> hmm. Damn. Interesting. <laughs> um, now, now there's all this pressure on me to perform. All my friends are going to be think I'm, I'm bad. <laughs> um, I think Royale's purpose in this fight is really to not accidentally kill anybody this time um to honestly probably fight as little as we can get away with um just so nobody has to uh become a, a bloody paste like uh christmas steve and new year's eve did all right that's fair uh as i said i'm going majority and right now majority is leaning towards falcon girl's lead so Currently, we're at a five team. Now the fun comes. Royale, since we just ended with you, we're going to start with you here. Good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Do you mistrust Falcon Girl? Yes. <laughs> Fen, do you mistrust Falcon Girl? Yes. Uh, hey. Quasi-Raptor, <laughs> do you mistrust Falcon Girl? Quasi is conflicted. <laughs> Quasi, Quasi wants to trust Falcon Girl, but uh, Robo Dad is something. <laughs> God, you guys just cannot let me have one fucking thing. <laughs> that seems problematic. Uh... <laughs> I want to point out that y'all did this to Finn. Y'all did. <laughs> <laughs> so even if it's just a sliver, are you, do you, would you say you're 51, 49 trust or mistrust? I, I think Quasi will lead, uh, lean trust. He will give Falcon Girl the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Aww, my boy. She doesn't deserve it. Wait till she punches <laughs> you in the face. <laughs> uh, Remix, do you mistrust Falcon Girl? 
Uh, no, it, it's pretty hard for me to mistrust Falcon Girl at this point, I think. Why? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. <laughs> what do you mean, nothing? <laughs> we, did, we did a lot of trust falls re- leading right up to this. It was a little retreat. It was nice, just like Falcon Girl wanted the whole time. It was a beach <laughs> episode. A likely story. You did a beach episode without us? Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? That's not fair. We had to be sad for an hour. <laughs> Pranked? I had to deal with Baby Royale. I mean, Maxine, so. <laughs> and Falcon Girl, are you feeling confident about yourself? Do you trust your decision making? Um, yes. I think she does at this point. Ooh, coming in at the buzzer to break that tie up. Uh, we do. Don't lose any team. Woo. Royale, I feel like I know the answer to this one. I'm Royale. <laughs> Do you feel that your team is ill-prepared or off balance? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. And it's mostly my fault. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll flip a little order a little bit. Uh, Remix. Do mm-hmm. you feel the team is ill-prepared or off balance? Uh, yes. I feel like just the nature of us, like essentially running to this as it's already happening yes puts us off balance for sure all righty fen do you feel the team is ill-prepared off balance etc oh for sure not even question (laughs) quasi raptor same question yep (laughs) and falcon girl Yes, because we didn't do any of the trainings like Falcon Girl wanted. Oh my Here God, we Falcon go with the training. We didn't do the homework first. <laughs> you forgot about the music. <laughs> Truly, I quit the band. <laughs> the most confident answers out of everyone. Like we know what we're about. <laughs> Falcon Girl, as the leader. You can mark a condition to keep me from removing that fifth team from the pool. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going <laughs> to save as many conditions See, as I can. going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I think with that, we have entered into the big fight. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, no. <laughs> I think the first thing that happens is... Just based on natural instinct, Tooth is going to start picking up debris from the ground, from all of these buildings and roadways that have been destroyed, and he's going to start chucking it at Quasi-Raptor and running towards him and saying, Brother, if you won't come home willingly, I'll make you. What do you do? You can try. Um, Quasi-Raptor, seeing that uh, Tooth is, like, charging at Quasi-Raptor, Quasi-Raptor is going to, like, widen his stance, and uh, you see his body begin to swell. Um, His feathers kind of lay flat and widen into armor, and a large club forms on his tail as he's going to batter up uh, and give Claw a good clubbing as soon as he's within range. Yeah, that definitely sounds like you're directly engaging a threat. Go ahead and roll plus that danger. Alrighty. My danger has been somewhat nerfed after <laughs> last session. But I still got a plus one. 
That's going to be a seven. All right. You connect and exchange blows. You get to pick one from the list of resist or avoid their blows. Take something from them. Create an opportunity for your allies or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Um, I think I'm going to resist their blows. Yeah. So you kind of step forward in this instance. You've got your feathers kind of creating these shields. The debris is just ricocheting off of them. When you come over, you just swing bat about a swing and you manage to crack him right under the jaw and he starts flying up and lands on his back. As he lands, there's some big cracking in the ground. You start to see like the road start to like sink in a bit. And as he's getting up, pounding each fist into the ground, you see it start to sink a bit more. As he jumps back up to his feet, starting to pounce again in your direction, you see the road beneath him crumbles down and little bits of it start going at first, but then you know, a larger and larger area starts growing as the roadway starts falling down into the railway tunnels below the city. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> that seems fine. <laughs> he is jumping up into the air, starting to come at you again. And while this is going on, in the background of that panel, you can see Liquidator start to shift his stance over towards the building that uh, Falcon Girl and Remix are currently on top of and fires off a blast from this ray gun in that direction, trying to hit the building beneath the feet of uh, Remix and Falcon Girl. Uh, what do y'all do? Um, Falcon Girl is going to fly down and try to take the uh, thingy from him. The ray gun thingy. I would say uh, to get that result you're looking for on that, you are directly engaging a threat as well. Go ahead and roll plus your danger. All right. My danger's pretty good. That's very good. Um, six and three is nine, plus two is 11. Nice. All right, so you get two from the list. Resist or avoid blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I am going to resist or avoid their blows and take something from them, the something being the ray gun, and then dodge. This is mine now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Drop it, drop it. <laughs> <laughs> you are flying at them. Uh, you have flown down. It looks like they he moves the target of the of the shot as you're flying towards him. You know what? I'm gonna say here. Go ahead and give me a pierce the mask roll, and that's gonna be Ooh. plus mundane. That's even better. Um, but my roll isn't. That's gonna be a six. Ooh, rough. Do you want to use team selfishly to potentially get that to a seven? Or uh, does anyone want to potentially try and aid in some way? Remix, I believe you could probably uh, make a case considering you were on the roof as well. Yeah, while I, uh, while I cannot fly, uh, <laughs> I, will, uh, I will try to follow into battle what I, I think what happens is that um falcon girl like just takes off like immediately 
and Remix, I think, is still kind of, like, chuckling over the peach on his face, and so not really, like, um, as ready to go. But after seeing Falcon Girl take off, decides to follow um, and do some uh, little tricky-dicky parkour off of some you know, um, some, let's say an air conditioning unit on the roof, um, flipping onto another roof and following, uh, Falcon Girl into battle here. And, um, yeah, I think that's, um, going to be what I'm going to try to do to try to help with this is that I'm going to follow her and then just go punch as well. Go do the thing. Do the thing. Yeah. So I think the two of you splitting off from each other, does throw him for a bit of a loop and not sure exactly where to aim. Uh, yeah, I will count this as Remix, you using a team as you're getting in position to make a punch to distract him enough for Falcon Girl to potentially get a read on him. And Falcon Girl, uh, you have now a seven, so you get to ask one, what are you really planning? What do you want me to do? What do you intend to do? How can I get your character to blank? Or how can I gain influence over you? Um, so to clarify something before I make my final decision, it's, it is in fact unusual that we have these people like teamed up with like Tooth and um, the like someone from like Royale's thing as well. Or would that be like something that we kind of know that these people like interact and stuff? From what you know and what's kind of been discussed as a you know a group before and what you've seen in your files and whatnot, you would know that that Tooth and King and Queen being together kind of makes sense. They're both sync lab projects. Uh, what does seem odd about this is uh, merger liquidator and renovator being here this isn't like this isn't something that's like been a team up that's happened before okay so then i think what are you really planning is what she's going to go with or maybe like i guess i guess what do you intend to do would be the one that fits this situation because they're not like really planning they're executing so what do you what do you intend to do why this yeah why (laughs) why do this (laughs) i think you notice as you were flying down that the shot the way his angle was initially before the you and remix splitting up kind of threw off where he was aiming he wasn't necessarily aiming at you he was aiming at the building Roughly beneath your feet, making a, uh, you know, intending to definitely make a uh, more difficult time for you. But as far as what he's intending to do, it seems for as much time as they had here before you all got on the scene, you're not noticing any injured civilians. It seems like they are trying to get the attention of something, somebody. Heroes, ages specifically, it's not quite clear, but it looks like their intent is property damage and attention 
to something, but there hasn't really been any kind of big indication as to what the attention they wanted was. Okay. <clears throat> so I think that she's going to take the communicator and to everyone who I guess still has their communicator on them. Um, she's going to say, <laughs> be careful guys. I don't think that they're here to hurt people. I think that they're trying to get some sort of attention or maybe we've been lured here as a trap, but keep on your toes. Yeah. And so as you fly in and we're making that message and knock into them, taking this blaster rifle off of him, do you like stand over him or do you like just kind of like swoop back into the air with it to kind of keep the weapon at a distance? She's going back into the air to keep it at a distance. Okay. And I think as the panel shows you flying up, you see Liquidator much in the same way as uh, the last fight uh, most of the team had with him, looking to merger. And is this, is this really worth it? Should we, should we keep going? And merger looks unflapped at this moment. Uh, he's like, Stick to the plan. We're here for one reason, and we won't stop until we've achieved it. Hey, everybody. It's Cliff. Just checking in, seeing how you're doing. Got a lot to get through today, so let's get rolling. I'd like to give a special shout out to our players. Up first, Nick. He's one half of the creative heads of Project Derailed, the GM of any nominated Tales of the Void Fair, a Spelljammer-inspired 5th edition podcast. A frequent player, and maybe someday GM, on Fables Around the Table. He's a co-host in the new Cosmere Coffee podcast, a discussion podcast about the works of Brandon Sanderson, along with producer and music man of Project Derailed Tom, and Tom's brother Mike. New episodes come out every second and fourth Monday of each month. You can follow Nick on Twitter at Nick underscore Eurasiva, at Project Derailed, at VoidFairPod, at Table Fables Pod, at Cosmere Podcast, and that's a lot of stuff. Up next, Falcon Girl, Fiona. She's an accomplished writer and doting cat parent, and the other half of the creative heads of Project Derailed. She plays Ravnus on any nominated Tales of the Voidfarer, is the showrunner for, frequent GM of, and often player on Fables Around the Table. She's one half of the hosting duo, along with our very own Roger, uh, Into the Scoobyverse, a Scooby-Doo-inspired podcast that discusses all of the different goings-on in the different Scooby series. You should check that out, absolutely. And follow Fiona on Twitter at FionaLFKaylee. And speaking of Roger, we have our lovely remix, Roger. He's a variety streamer on Twitch and can be found there at twitch.tv slash Mr. Roger. That's R-O-D-G-E-R. He's a frequent guest on Fables Around the Table. Check out the new Fable season, Greetings from Hell, for more of Roger and myself, as well as all of the past seasons. You can follow Roger on Twitter at Mr. Roger TTV. Up next, Royale, Chelsea. Chelsea's the art director for Project Derailed, the editor of Fables Around the Table, and frequent GM and player on Fables, and the co-owner of Plot Cannon and Candles, a candle company making TTRPG-inspired candles. You can follow Chelsea on Twitter at CLRex4 and at Candles Plot. And also, our special guest, Maeve, 
Maeve's an amazing guest who has just been um, tons of fun to work with and always so excited to join in on the superhero shenanigans. Maeve first appeared for Project Derailed in Fables Around the Table Brass. Maeve is part of the Third Floor Wars streaming gang. Visit twitch.tv slash thirdfloorwars, all spelled out. And check out Foxtail Games, spelled T-A-L-E, on all your favorite podcatchers. Episode 2 just went up within the last 24 hours as of me recording this mid-roll, so you should absolutely check it out. This first season, Rotting on the Vine, uses System Curse of the House of Rookwood. And be sure to check it out and follow Maeve on Twitter at jfox1180 and foxtailgamespod. And then there's me. I am obviously the GM of Cape Chronicles. I'm an occasional player of Fables Around the Table and currently playing Wally in Fables Greetings from Hell. I'm an even more occasional guest on Tales of the Voidfarer, playing the turtle artificer Squeedy. I'm part of Nerdcore Hip Hop Duo 2D6. We rap about anime, video games, and the existential dread of being a content creator. You can follow me on social medias I may or may not use, on Twitter and Insta at TheComicSads, at Cape Chronicles on Twitter, at Cape Chronicles Podcast on Instagram, Cape Chronicles and Masks Actual Play Podcast on Facebook, and at 2D6 Music on all social media. Next up, I'd like to give a shout out to Uklahomak for their song Superpowers for our theme song from the, Adam, from the album Super Secret. Superpowers is written by Rand Balavia and Adam English. You can check them out at Bandcamp, uklahomak.bandcamp.com, and on Twitter at actuallyukla. If you enjoy the show, check out some of Project Derail's other shows, like Fables Around the Table, Cosmere and Coffee, It's All Been Done, a Know Nothing Bare Naked Ladies podcast, any nominated Tales of the Void Fair, and Into the Scoobyverse. If you really like our shows, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash projectderailed. A single tier of $5 a month gets you access to special patron-only Discord channels, extended Q&A retrospective episodes, and a monthly show featuring Nick, Fiona, Chelsea, and Tom called Off the Rails. Speaking of the Discord, visit projectderailed.com slash discord to join. You can interact with cast and fans, talk about art and bugs, and which burrito chain is the best. We also have monthly hangouts where we get together and shoot the shit and try to get me to break while I interact with customers at my day job. Also, this is part one of the two-part season finale for season two of Cape Chronicles, which means coming up soon is going to be our retrospective episode. If you want to ask questions about how the cast is feeling, what characters the cast ships, and just any other general curiosities about playing masks and the fun we've been having, Go ahead and tweet them at Cape Chronicles on Twitter, and you know, come on, come by the Discord. Leave comments on all the other social media I mentioned for the show earlier, and use the hashtag Cape Questions. That way, I'll be able to kind of search and sort them, and we can make sure they all get answered. Uh, Want to make sure that you have your questions into us. Uh, I want to say by March. 18th that will absolutely be enough time past when the show the the show is released part two of the season finale and that will give us all time to get together and answer them for you and that's been a lot of a mid-roll that's a heck and chonker so i'm gonna go ahead and let you get back to the episode thanks for listening and i hope you have a great day be safe remix Mm-hmm. You are running up. Who are you looking to uh, give a punch to? Are you looking to liquidator or 
has that shifted now that uh, Falcon Girl has gotten the blaster rifle from him? Uh, this is my question here. Um, who who knocked Remix out at the shopping mall? <laughs> if I remember correctly, it wasn't necessarily a person who knocked you out. Mm-hmm. You had taken the gun from Liquidator. I did. And technically, Merger activated a self-destruct feature in the gun, and that blast was what knocked you through the Hot Topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Technically, Merger, but not through physical action. Sure. That's good enough for Remix. <laughs> yeah, he's going for that guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um... I think on your way there, go ahead and give me an assess the situation. Okay. Um, um, oh, not great. Um, what do I add for that one? Uh, that's plus superior. Uh, a little bit better. Uh, that is a six. All right, uh, you can, as I said for Falcon Girl as well, you can use Team Selfishly to, you know, get that up to a seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, if somebody wants to use uh, Team to help out Remix, see what's going on, that's also an option. Or you can let the failure stand and interesting things come up narratively. Um. So what exactly is Remix doing here again? Uh, Remix just... It was heading towards merger, uh-huh. and along the way, he was taking a quick look around to just kind of scope out the scene that's going on. Um, I'll help Remix out. Uh, when she sees that he's trying to like take a look around, um, she'll do the like scoop under the armpits and uh, fly up, like do a quick dive down to grab him and uh, like. Maybe take him to a higher vantage point. Yeah, so you kind of give a scoop to look, and uh, you can ask from one of these from, uh, what here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Mm-hmm. Who here is most vulnerable to me? Or how could we best end this quickly? I'm going to say, uh, how can we best end this quickly? Let's go with that. Yeah, so you heard... Merger saying to Liquidator that they're here for the plan. Right now, you're just kind of looking at the numbers. There seems to be six people on your side fighting for the same thing. There's six people on their side. It's pretty even, but you know from at least fighting three of these people before, they do pack a punch. What would probably end things quickly is if you got some sort some form of backup. You do know one person who has an in with a severe uh, amount of backup that could come in and help in that uh, that new Aegis person over there. But would it have strings attached? Oh, it definitely would. We don't would. talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely would have strings attached, but I see what you're doing here, Cliff, and I don't like it. honestly how dare you how dare (laughs) you put us in a tough spot i mean uh 
Yeah, Remix is just going to tuck that away and hope that it doesn't come to that. You were on your way to give a little punchy punch. Do you have Falcon Girl drop you down onto Merger like some sort of Remix bomb or... <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll say that it's like a remix bomb, and uh, I'm actually going to like try to uh, aim so that I can. <laughs> I'm gonna try to have it look as cool as possible. Where like I'm going to launch myself face first into him, like fist out, uh, outstretched, and then like create a sonic blast. I'm also playing. Um, I'm also playing a prodigy song, like as this whole fight is happening. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm gonna like time it with like uh, you know a bass drop and try to punch him and unleash my powers to knock him back. Mm. Yeah, Cliff, um, you gotta get those music rights now. Yeah, you gotta get the music <laughs> rights for the prodigy here. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> They're struggling right now. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be affordable. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the prodigy is 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 well established at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'll submit my reimbursement forms with Nick later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bill it to the network. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are using your powers here. You know, you're using that sonic blast to add some extra oomph to it. Mm -hmm. You know, narratively that makes sense. Mechanically, that would be the directly engage a threat with danger. Yeah, it would. So go ahead and give me that roll. Let's say, let's go. Mm -mm -mm -mm. That is going to be. Damn, what is up with these rolls today? Roll iffy. It is a three. Ooh. My danger just went down. Ouch, that is rough. Yeah, it so. is. So. <laughs> Remix, no. I know. <laughs> I think what happens is you are flying down towards him. Mm -hmm. You unleash this sonic blast, mm -hmm. but right before you're about to, like, make that contact... Renovator kind of comes up and just catches your fist and is holding you. And Merger just kind of doesn't even necessarily look up at you mm -hmm. and says, you're all making the wrong choice. Just join us. Join control and fight Aegis. That's all you have to do. And I think that renovator is going to take you and just swing you down using your own momentum against you and he's going to toss you into the hole in the ground that tooth created you kind of land down below but i think what makes you take a powerful roll to take a powerful blow here you can hear the voice of bryson yell out remix as you go down into this tunnel and crash into the ground. No! Well, I don't like that. <laughs> Damn. My feelings. <laughs> Who gave you the right, Cliff? <laughs> hmm. Uh... <laughs> you all signed the contract. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ooh. Oh, gosh. Um, that is a nine. Okay, that's not too bad. Uh, you lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action, or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. 
you give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity, or you struggle past the pain, mark two conditions. <laughs> I'm assuming the way this is written, I'm supposed to, like, inflict a condition on one of my team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm like, I have influence over other people. <laughs> uh, let's say... Has anybody not acted yet in this fight thus far? Uh, Fen and Royale have not acted quite yet. Uh, but Royale is watching very intently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that's actually going to push Remix to lash out at Royale. Um, just like... <laughs> of yeah. course, this is my fault, <laughs> gonna too. going to be our punching bag. It's <laughs> 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 like, uh, Royale, if you just helped, like... And I'm just going to, like, say that over the communicator. Just like, if you just helped instead of brooding... I mean, luckily, luckily, I don't have my communicator. <laughs> Mine's still but broken. Just... <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? I'm going to project my voice then with... <laughs> oh, no! Everyone's going to hear! Everyone will hear it now. <laughs> oh, God! Oh, I hate it! <laughs> oh, that's Did you so forget much worse. I had sonic powers? <laughs> I did. In provoking a teammate to foolhardy action... Go ahead and roll provoke someone. That is plus superior. Okay. Um, uh, damn. Uh, plus superior, that makes it a five. Ooh. Son of a beesh. <laughs> you hear it, but you're just like, wow, what a dick. <laughs> yeah. So I think in this instance, you have kind of publicly shamed Royale. But mm -hmm. I think, Royale, uh -huh. you are just kind of, like, so emotionally locked out with seeing everything right now uh -huh. that I don't think it affects you in that way. Mm -hmm. I will also say that you also did hear uh, Bryson call out for Remix and know that a family member of one of your team is here and now is putting themselves in danger. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> I've got I've got too many fucking feelings for all of this. <laughs> now that that sh spotlight has shifted a bit, uh, Royale, what do you do? So Royale is like not looking to get into this. <laughs> this is a lot. The whole day's been a lot, um, and. Especially now, reminded that I can't do anything fucking great, and that everything I do is just going to make anything worse. Um, <laughs> she is super torn in this moment, because her friend, and notably mechanically my love, uh, Remix, has just been, you know, decked real fucking hard into this hole. Um... And then also, also, I've just been publicly shamed by ev in front of everyone. <laughs> how how could Royale do this? <laughs> I guess I'm trying to decide what is more in character here. I feel like this would actually be a good opportunity, maybe to give 
potentially some insight to you for what Royale would do. Potentially and assess the situation or maybe pierce the mask on Queen, who's again showing you tenderness in a very tense moment. Oh, I know. The only person that's been that's been nice to me. Quasi, shut up. You don't count. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You count, but just like not right now. <laughs> Wow, I see how it is. <laughs> We've had know, moments you, of niceness. You you know all my secrets. I can't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, sure. Let's let's try to pierce the veil on Queen because I think I think Royale in this moment does not have enough information to really know how she's supposed to react in the moment and she is definitely too afraid to like jump in and do like combat stuff because you know I haven't heard what Falcon Girl has said over the communicator but this seems like something that would be really bad to have you know Royale just blow up accidentally <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure uh, go ahead and roll that plus mundane Oh, and I don't even have a penalty for this one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, nice. I rolled an 11. Wow. You <laughs> will get good information. You get to ask three from what are you really planning? What do you want me to do? What do you intend to do? How can I get your character to blank? Or how can I gain influence over you? Oh, that's so, that's so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hang on, I'm looking for it in the book so I can, like, actually read them. <laughs> so, I guess, should I give you them all at once, or should I give you them one at a time? Uh, I would say one at a time, Excellent. because that way, if there's anything that might change what questions you want to ask, you have the opportunity to, you know, shift that as you get information. Right. Um then I guess what I would like to know first is, what are you really planning? It seems like from everything that's gone on, you kind of notice that, like, you're, you're taking a lot in. Uh, you're seeing that the only people that they seem to be really targeting are you guys, but they also gave you the opportunity to join them. So it seems like there's just the... They're planning a lot of destruction. Like I mentioned to Falcon Girl, they're trying to get somebody's attention. These groups together, I don't think they were necessarily looking to get your attention. Because, you know, it was a bit of surprise, at least on King and Queen's face, that you all showed up. Mm -hmm. Whether... Merger said anything to Liquidator or Renovator about the potential for you showing up? Not sure. But just from what you're getting off of, uh, off of Queen, they weren't anticipating you showing up. So with a scene this big, they're trying to get Aegis out here. And they've, you've heard them say that, like, right. they're against Aegis. So all indications they're pointing to is they're trying to pull Aegis here. Mm -hmm. And that seems like, sounds like we should be here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so 
I'm going to ask what do you want me to do, but I sort of like have the context of that she wants me to join them, so I'm wondering if there's anything else I can sort of like glean of that as if, um, is she perhaps trying to get me to join them so that, uh, I'm gonna be part of their trap or whatever, or some kind of like hostage or some kind of stupid bullshit. Or is she doing it because, like, does she, does she really like me? <laughs> Given your prior interaction with her, what you've started to remember about your time with her, whether that dream was accurate or not, right? that's still kind of up in the air in your mind, I believe, because, like, it's a dream. It's not like a sudden realization. Though there's something to be said about the subconscious power of dreams. Uh-huh. <laughs> From this moment right now, neither king nor queen have made a move to try and force you to do anything. Be that react with force, hesitate, just that, you know, queen wanting you to come back. And right. in the interactions you've had with king, like, it didn't seem like it was necessarily a strike to you and they ran away without really engaging you. Mm -hmm. I think they want you legitimately to come back to them to make the parts whole again. Right. Oh, I could have real friends. <laughs> I don't think they're against the rest of your team coming with you if they're willing to play ball with whatever's going on. Uh -huh. But you don't get the impression they want you as a hostage. You get the impression that they want you to be a part of it. Okay. Of what's going on. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, they're not mad at the team yet. Wait until I tell my big brother and big sister that you guys punched me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then I think for my last one, I think I want to... I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted whether I want influence or whether I try and get her to do a thing. And I think I would rather have influence, so how can I get gain influence over you? There are two clear ways that you can think of. From everything that's going on, from what you can read from them, from the situation, it seems like part of this is following orders and part of this is means to an end, right? Like, there was always the potential of you showing up. The idea that they've kind of got is there seems like they're trying to gather allies to fight against Aegis, and there haven't been any reports that indicate that you've necessarily, despite the courting of Aegis, that you've been necessarily leaning towards actually joining them. Oh no, of course not. <laughs> so, I think that it's a means to an end. Queen wants you back. And I think the quickest way to get influence over them would be to join them. But I think also, 
even if you're not necessarily joined with them, I think showing that you are opposed to Aegis would be another way to get influence over them. There's a quick and dirty way, then there's a more complicated way. But either way, like, they do, in some form or fashion, show us standing against Aegis. Right. Um, are are queen and, king and queen, like, doing chaos right now, or are they just sort of, like, supervising currently? Um, they're not supervising, like, in the way that Merger seems to just kind of, like, looking at different areas of the battlefield and then going back to his tablet and kind of shouting out a command here or there. Uh-huh. They seem to be... They're facing towards where you and Quasi are, but they're, like, more in a defensive position with Queen kind of being a little bit more forward, making their overtures towards you. Right. Um... Yeah, I guess um, through all the chaos, quasi fighting in uh, approximately beside me, um, all the the chaos going on, I'm presuming to the other side of me. I think I just sort of like walk up to them, <laughs> and um, I don't think she says anything yet, but she approaches non-hostilely. <laughs> Yeah, I think you see big smile come across uh, Queen's face as you're approaching. I think you notice a slight softening in that defensive position. Uh-huh. Like, still, like, prepared to defend herself, but a little less guarded. Yeah, and I think the team, if they happen to be looking this way as, as Rael's doing this, they notice that... Um, like, this is, even for Royale, Royale, this is, like, very anti-aggressive approaching. <laughs> Probably, like, even less so than when she comes up to any of you guys. Um, and so, so yeah, I, I don't know if that's a good place to cut to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I think as you're walking up, we flip over to Fen. Uh, Fen, <laughs> you kind of look over to check where Reset went, and I think you see Reset is just starting to barrel out towards the biggest one, uh, Renovator. This, like, eight feet tall, just four feet across shoulders, just big, burly destruction of a person. Mm. Um, Fen is going to look over at Maxine. What What is Maxine doing in this moment? Yeah, Maxine is barreling towards Renovator. Oh, Maxine ready. is that just a remix. Yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, the, her, her hero name is Reset. Reset. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, Too many Rees. <laughs> I think he, um, I think he is going to just sigh. And look out over the battlefield, and, um... Oh, man, he's really wishing he had a communicator right now um, that could reach these people. Um, How do I reach these kids? Merger is, cle- <laughs> Merger is clearly in charge. Uh, looks like it. Right? Looks like he's, you know, definitely, like, the tactician of the field. And you 
remember from seeing the security cam footage from the mall that he seemed to be in charge when uh, Quasi Remix and Royale were fighting them before. Okay, I think he is going to, um, and Merger has like a, a tablet or something that they're using yeah. to survey things. Yeah, I think he uh, plans to disrupt that tablet pretty hard. So he's going to like bounce over to them and try to um, probably use a, do the same thing he did with uh, Christmas Steve and use his sword to like slice it in half. Yeah, it's absolutely definitely engaging a threat. Go ahead and... Uh, give me a roll plus danger. Hey, that's an 11. Hey. hey. All right, so you can resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition, and that is two of those options. Okay, I think we're definitely taking something from them, and I think we're going to try to... Um create an opportunity yeah so uh you've like, taking something is definitely the laptop like we're just gonna destroy that fucking yeah thing. you slice that in half and it just you know electricity kind of like sparks from it just being cracked the screen is shattered it is a half in each hand and i think he's gonna grin at her or grin at merger it's a guy sorry he's gonna grin at him and go Oops, I'm so bad around technology. <laughs> I will ask this. Do you on your costume have any Aegis identifying markers? I don't think that he does. Um, I think that they've kind of wanted him to be acting sort of independently. Um, he has like, a, I think he has a specific, I am officially acting on Aegis separate costume. Mm -hmm like a uniform costume. This is just his patrol costume. In this moment, you've come through, sliced this tablet in half, and you just hear him say, stupid boy, don't you get it? Aegis is gonna come in here and keep you from protecting all of the people in this city. Make it so that you don't have a choice. You either act on their behalf or you are nothing to them but scum. I think he just drops a piece of the tablet, goes to his side, and pulls out a gun and shoots you. Uh, oh, go man. ahead and roll to take a powerful blow. I want to roll low for this. Yeah, right? you roll that plus conditions. I have, yeah, I got three now. This is sad. Um, that's a six. That's a six. Okay. Uh... Go ahead and mark potential. You stand strong and how tell us how you weather the blow. Um, so he uh, he's pulling a gun. He goes to shoot me. And I think Fenrir just sort of like there's just a second where Fenrir is kind of like hazy and, and sort of like that weird transparent thing that he does um, when his powers overwhelm him. And the gun just, the bullet just like goes straight through and he's just kind of standing there looking like, I don't even think Fenrir knew his powers could do that. Mm -hmm. So he's just as shocked as Merger is that, that that just happened. Yeah, and I think that's what actually cracks him and he actually has like a scared look in his eyes at the situation because 
even when you cut his tablet in half, he still looked composed. And now he's looking concerned. And basically, yeah, like the opportunity you've created is you've rattled him and he's not quite sure what to do in this moment. And I think Fen's going to lean in real close to him. And he's going to be he's going to say, Aegis is the only thing keeping my sister alive. You're just an asshole. And uh, like knee him right in the crotch. <laughs> yeah, I think you nail him and he just drops to his knees, just holding the junk. <laughs> and I think in that shot, uh, we look back and this is not nothing's happened here that would cause any mechanical damage. But it looks over and the panel zooms in on tooth and quasi raptor rolling around on the ground near the hole trying to uh gain advantage against the other mm. so quasi you are rolling around with your uh big bro having <laughs> having a little wrestle what do you do yeah um so i think quasi's gonna try to maneuver himself so he has leverage on tooth and um, and I and I feel like after the last attack, his his form has reverted back to his normal form. Mm. Um, but I think in the, the tussle, um, I think Quasi is going to start uh, growing his mass um, and just to like more weight <laughs> down on tooth uh, and his features get more T-Rex like. And I'm going to try and throw uh, tooth into the hole. Alrighty, uh, this sounds like you need to go ahead and uh, unleash your powers to overcome an obstacle. Uh, go ahead and roll plus freak. Sure, that's going to be an eight. Okay, uh, you can mark a condition or I will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Uh, let's, let's take an unstable or temporary result here. I think the result is unstable here because... Like, don't get me wrong. When you toss him into the hole, you're getting him into the hole. Mm -hmm. The hole that Remix is currently in as well. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I Heads think up. what makes this oh. unstable here. Quasi, is this like two fights now where you are maybe going to be responsible for hurting me? <laughs> Quasi doesn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I think what happens, the ground is already weak. And what makes this an unstable situation is as you toss him, you didn't get as much oomph as you wanted. So he bounced onto the pavement near the edge and then fell into the hole. And that bouncing causes more of the pavement to crumble down in narrowly avoiding remix. But the reverberations ripple up and you start to slide and fall into this hole as well. Uh, and I did make myself heavier, too, so that probably did. Yeah. Okay. It is unstable because, you know, your footing is now off. You're kind of toppled over trying to get yourself back up. And in your more T-Rex form, your arms are a little bit shorter here. So you got to work a little harder to get yourself righted. Mm -hmm. And I think with that remix, you see the... Sky falling around <laughs> you, uh, this big saber-toothed tiger-looking motherfucker drops down <laughs> right in front of you, and behind you, 
you hear tumbling down in as well, uh, Quasi-Raptor. Sorry, Remix. <laughs> or wait, I'm big. Sorry, Remix. <laughs> How many times are you going to do this? <laughs> uh, we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you are caught in this hole between two big monstrous boys. Mm-hmm. What do you Let do? Them fight. Um is there anything else in this hole or is it is it is it just like pipes and stuff down here? Like what's I mean, you can see some pipes that are going that are like steam is kind of shooting out of in that, you know, famous mm-hmm. comic booky way. Uh but you notice underneath your feet are like mm-hmm train tracks this looks like it's like one of the subway tunnels underneath the city which now has a lot of debris on it as well oh okay gotcha yeah well that can't be good for the subway um they should get somebody to clean that up (laughs) (laughs) someone should get on this (laughs) yeah somebody should get on that um uh okay and uh okay so i'm down in this hole Mm. Actually, I think just like Remix immediately like getting knocked down here. Um, he'll just he'll just say like, Qu- Quasi, you you got this, right? Quasi's just gonna say, I hope so. <laughs> okay, cool. That's good enough for me. And uh, <laughs> and uh, Remix will try to just uh, um, run up. <laughs> And uh, kind of do like a wall climb um, okay, to bye. make it up the up the hole and get out. <laughs> yeah, and uh, make his way to somewhere else. Yeah, uh, you did hear <laughs> Bryson's voice yelling out as you went into this hole. Yes, yes. So I'm like, let's uh, let's go make sure that Bryson is okay. I'm gonna try to see where Bryson is. So when I come out, I'm gonna try to assess the situation. That wraps up this issue of Cape Chronicles. Cape Chronicles is powered by Masks, A New Generation. Masks was written by Brennan Conway and is published by Magpie Games. Visit magpiegames.com for more information on how you can create your own superhero stories in Halcyon City. Our theme song, Superpowers, was performed by Ukla the Mock and written by Rand Balavia and Adam English. Be sure to join us every first and third Wednesday for more superpowered stories and heroic hijinks. On behalf of Project Derailed, I'm your GM Cliff, and we'll see you next time. ProjectDerailed.com Breaking news, increased sightings of a mysterious graffiti symbol have residents of Hell, Michigan nervous. While some may say this could be from local teen pranksters, others worry that the symbols could mean something more. Could there be a connection to the teen pop idol Ricky Q who disappeared in Hell last year? More information after the break.
then she would also ask if you saw the latest. He thinks that some sort of like power is being drained. Oh God, it's even at Jesus Christ. You you still pass the couple places where you have seen these symbols. Uh, breaking in? She gives him like a sideways glance. To follow this story and more, check out Fables Around the Table, Greetings from Hell, wherever you get your podcasts. Back on Toral, I was a nobody. I got teleported out here, and here I'm something. I'm somebody. The Voidfarer begins maneuvering towards this 200-meter-long space whale. To handle one of these, you need grit. Is that something you have? I'm a tiny little guy. Of course I got grit. If you tried anything, it would end very poorly for you. This alithid dreadnought warps away, accelerating to spell jamming speed as quickly as they arrive. Who the fuck? <laughs> what am I trying to say here, Ravnus? That we're crew. I like that. We're crew. That is a natural one. You sent yourself sailing out the side of the ship, untethered. Oh. I'm putting a python into the ground. I'm wrapping my rope around it, but I'm jumping into the gravity well. (laughs) A gnome, a halfling, and a half-orf walk into a bar. I forgive the middle part, but the punchline is feathers everywhere, and that's not my peanut butter. I cast Tasha's and he's (laughs) laughing. Climb aboard for Tales of the Voidfarer, wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, my consequences have actions. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait.